All right. Where's all my moms and dads? It's church time. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo, I'm glad you showed up today. Amen. We're just so honored you're here. We missed being here last week. We had a wonderful time. But uh, as Amy said, we, uh, man, we missed being here. Uh, we, I went to two services, both early service and the, the late service. And, uh, but, man, I was just sitting there. and I, It's hard to concentrate. I was trying to enjoy everything. But all I was doing is thinking, uh, what's, who, who's at church? And uh, what's, what's going on? And what are they singing today? And what's Pastor Marcelo preaching on? And, <laughs> and so I kept, kept bringing my mind. Said, okay, now just listen. To, listen. And it, was, it was a good time. But, man. Uh, we sure missed uh, being here today. So many wonderful things going on. Uh, please uh, pick up the bulletins. Get, get involved. Get in everything. And uh, let's just make sure God... Uh, just, uh, we want you involved in everything. A lot of good stuff. Let's start uh, reaching out. Uh, we, we've got the, so our fall... I mean, our uh, City Fest is coming up in October. If you have not signed up, if you want to be a City Fest friend, uh, go on to that website, cityfest.org, and uh, get signed up if you haven't already. Uh, then get involved in that and we're City Fest East Texas I think and uh, we're going to we're, a, we're a, a host church a receiving church and so hopefully uh, anyone in our area that receives Christ we'll be able to follow up on and uh, bring them into our fellowship and so we want to uh, be involved in seeing revival come to our city and so uh, thank you for all that uh, that you're doing uh, in that and so we just uh, appreciate God remember uh Tonight, become join Pastor Marcelo for a wonderful time uh, at church and Spanish service. Uh, Wednesday night, we're having a, just a wonderful time, and uh, we'd love to have you. Ever something going for everybody? We've got our nursery, we got our children, we have our youth service, we have our pivot group, and our adults right out here in the auditorium. So we'd love to have you on Wednesday night. It starts at six thirty, six thirty to eight, and uh, it would just be a blessing. And so thank you. It's wonderful to see everyone this morning. Let's let, let's begin to reach out to our friends and our families and uh, let's get everybody back in their place. Uh you know there I mean we honestly uh, all of our members there's not enough chairs to hold everyone that goes to the Lord's house. Uh y'all just come in shifts. And uh so we we re- start begin to re- people you know people you know sit on your seat you, not in your seat. <laughs> That's my seat. So sit in your section or in your area. Uh, be sure, uh, Facebook them, friend them, uh, uh, message them, uh, do something, and just say, hey, I've missed you. Because summer's been very busy, people have been out and uh, going, and, but let's, let's start drawing everybody back in for fall, and uh, let's start pushing toward, we've got a lot of wonderful things for the rest of the year planned, and I uh, just want you to be a part of all of it. Can I get a big amen? amen. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. ready. Somebody say, God, show up. Heavenly Father, today we're so grateful for your presence. We thank you that you are here. We thank you, Lord, that from the very beginning it was God that showed up. And Lord, I pray today as we look through your word and we see some things and we're just scratching the surface of areas that you showed up. I pray that something breaks loose inside of me. I thank you faith is going to arise. I thank you something supernatural is going to happen. And Lord, I am just going to reach out by faith and I am going to touch you. And when I do, I know my circumstances and situations will change. So, Father, right now, by faith, I release my faith toward heaven, believing that God is about to show up on my behalf. And everybody said a big amen. Amen. 
Genesis chapter 1 verse number 2 says this. The earth was without form and void. And darkness covered the face of the earth. And the spirit. The earth was out. Now, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. I don't think he created it that way, but it became that way. And then, he re- that, that word actually is recreated. It was darkness. It was formless. It was void. And the Spirit of God moved. Everybody say moved. How many need something to start moving inside of you? Oh, sometimes we have darkness in us. We have, we're, we're, we're shapeless. We're, 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 we're visionless. We're, 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 we're directionalless. We're, 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 we're just kind of like, what do I do? Where do I go? What do I say? We, we, we kind of feel stuck. Oh, but I'm telling you, amen, when the Spirit of God begins to move, the Bible says the Spirit of God, amen, moved upon the face of the earth and the waters. And God said, everybody say, God, say something today. Oh, I want God to say something to you. Amen. God said, let there be light. And there was. Listen, when God says something, it's not a maybe. It's not an if. It's not a why or what or when. I'm telling you, when God says it, it is. It happens the way God says it. And when God speaks into darkness and says, let light come forth, your darkness has to go. Fear has to go. Depression has to go. Anxiety has to go. Amen. Do you need God today to move over? Amen. Some darkness and some uncertainty. Amen. And something that's void and lost. And you say, God, I need you. Amen. To create something good inside of me. I'm telling you, when it was dark and void, God showed up. You look around today and you see the blue skies and the sun and the moon and the stars. And you look at the beautiful green trees and you hear the birds chirping. And you see the fish are swimming and the birds flying and all the stuff that's going on. I'm telling you, you say, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. God showed up. When God shows up, I'm telling you, He takes things that are void and dark and without form and He makes it into the beauty that we see around us. And God will do the very same thing with your life. God said, let there be. And when God says, let there be, there is. Somebody say, God, let it be in me. Oh, come on, God, speak something in me. Because when we begin to speak and we begin to believe and we begin to trust, I mean, I've done all I can do. I've trusted all I can do. I believe I don't even have the strength to do it anymore. I'm just going to have to wait and let God speak into my situation. Because I know when God speaks, things change. Abraham, I'm sorry, the children of Israel, they'd been in bondage 430 years. But they cried unto the Lord. Come on, I don't care how long that you've been going through what you've been going through. It hadn't been 430 years. Generation after generation come and gone. And they continue to cry unto God. But I'm telling you, God hears your cry. And the Bible says they came out on the self-same day. There's a day. There's an appointment. There's a breakthrough moment. Hey, when there's a time. We said it last week or the week before about Job. Job went through some trials and tribulation. But there was a time that that trouble had to end. And then God doubled everything that he lost. What you're going through did not come to stay, it came to pass. 
And when God shows up, amen, he moves it out of the way. He, they, 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 here they were in bondage. They were crying unto God. And they didn't think anything was happening. But what they didn't know is there was a man that had been raised in Egypt. He was born to an Israelite family. But the, they, they had a decree to put all the boys to death. Hey, but his mama made a little basket. And she said, God, I'm going to put my baby in your hands. And she floated him out into the river with the crocodiles. Oh, but then God showed up on her behalf. And the king's daughter came and saw him. And she drew him out. Thus his name, Moses, drawn out. And he was raised in the palace. Trained and taught. But he couldn't get away from what mama taught him. You're different. You're special. One day God is going to show up in your life, boy. One day God is going to do something. One day God is going to speak. And now, amen, he has killed an Egyptian. Or, and, and now he is running for his life. And he is on the backside of a desert-tended sheep. And he has no purpose and he has no plans. And he knows my mama told me I was created for more than this. I know I feel a stirring and I feel a passion. But I feel hopeless. And then God showed up in a burning bush the bush was on fire but it did not burn up and he drew closer and a voice said take off your shoes you're standing on holy ground I'm calling you today I've got a purpose for you today I've got a plan for you today I want you to go back to Egypt I can't go back there that's where I left that's where I ran away from they're looking for me they want to kill me amen God said I've called you amen to go back and to set my people free you see, you got a group of people over here praying for freedom, and you got God over here speaking to a man that's the deliverer. Amen. You may be the deliverance of somebody's, you could be the answer to somebody's prayer. You're the deliverance of somebody's bondage. But if you say no, amen, what's going to happen? I know what's going to happen. God's going to call somebody else. Oh, but I don't want to be, I want to do what God's called me to do. You're the answer to somebody's prayer. God's moving and God spoke out of that bush. And Moses said, okay, I'll go. And we know all the stories he went. He brought those children out of Egypt. Amen. There was a lot of trials and tests and a, a lot of proving. And finally, after the death angel killed all the firstborn, he said, get out of here. And all the millions of people went out of Egypt. And now, amen, they, 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 they kind of got they over their rejoicing. It doesn't take us long to forget what God has done. They came out of Egypt rich. I mean, they took gold and silver and, I mean, everybody just gave them everything. Just get out, take my stuff and get out of here. And now, they have mountains on both sides of them. They have a Red Sea in front of them. And the enemy now is coming because Pharaoh came to his senses. And Pharaoh said, hey, wait a minute. We just let all the slaves go. Who's going to make the bricks? Who's going to build the houses? Who's going to do all the work? And all the uh, Egyptians said, we're not going to do it. We're a bunch of lazy Americans. You know, somebody. <laughs> he said, "Uh oh, we just gave away all the all the workers. What are we going to do? Let's go get them back." And all of a sudden, here comes the armies of Pharaoh. What are you going to do? What do you do 
when the situation looks hopeless? What do you do when the doctor's given you a bad report? What do you do, amen, when you don't have enough money and the bills are high? And what do you, what, what do, you do, amen, when the, your babies are sick? And what do you do, amen, when the family's in trouble? What do you do when there's mountains on both sides and a sea in front of you and a enemy coming to destroy you behind? I'm telling you, that's when, amen, you've got to have faith in God. And God showed up. And the Bible says that the water stood up as a heap. And they went through on dry ground. He didn't just stand the waters up. It wasn't just a little bitty strip either. I'm talking about over a million people had to go through in a short period of time. He rolled it back all the way. I mean, we were just there. And we heard and saw, even from what town, he rolled the reproach back all the way to Adam. It's a town. And then the rest of the water flowed down to the Dead Sea and they crossed or the Jordan somewhere. <laughs> but I loved that. Because he talked about he rolled, he, he rolled it back it's all the way to Adam. I'm telling you, I mean, we, it was a town. But he is also, I mean, when Jesus came, he rolled the reproach of our sin, amen, I all the way back to Adam. Amen, I his original sin, amen, I his disobedience, his disbelief. I'm telling you, God has gone all the way back and he's made it right through Jesus Christ. And now I am heir and joint heir with Jesus. I am born again. Amen, I'm no longer a slave to sin. But I am free when God... God shows up. Things happen. But it wasn't long. It wasn't long that they got thirsty. And they began to complain. Oh, and God, God told Moses, strike the rock. And he hit it. And water flowed out. And they all drank. Are you thirsty? Are you dry? Do you need a drink? I'm telling you, when God shows up, he satisfies. He satisfies the longing of our soul. He satisfies our ever desire, our ever craving. Amen. He watered it. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people. It wasn't just a little trickle. There had to be a flow. There is a river flowing from Emmanuel's veins. I'm telling you, that river that flowed, amen, that satisfied the masses. And then they got hungry. And God sent manna from heaven. God fed them. When they were hungry. I'm telling you, when you're hungry, God will show up. When you're thirsty, God will show up. When you're sad, God will show up. When you're broke, God will show up. Amen. When you're in prison, God will show up. Amen. When you don't have no other hope, when everybody else abandons you, God will show up for you. He loves you and He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He's giving Abraham the promise. Abraham has prayed and believed God. Amen. He's, he's, he's up in age and he thinks it's over and he's hopeless and he's already gone and get it the, the wrong way and now he has Ishmael. But then God does as he's promised and God gives him a son, Isaac. And then he says, I want you to take your son and offer him as a sacrifice to me. What? This is... This, this is where a lot of people will stop serving God. I prayed, I believed it, I trusted, and then you gave me my promise, and now you're asking for it back. I say no. And they leave God. They miss the best because they're not willing 
to give. Isaac, oh, I'm telling you, I, I promise you, Abraham did not tell Sarah what he was doing. Mama would have never let that boy go. She'd have said, you're crazy, old man. There ain't no way my boy's leaving this house with you. But here, they're on their way, they're on their journey, and they get there. And Isaac, he, you know, he's a young boy, and he's, a, he's, he's not stupid. He goes, Dad, I see the wood, and I see the fire. Where's the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God himself shall provide a sacrifice. Abraham gets to that mountain. He builds that altar. And he takes his son and lays him on that altar and ties him. And he lifts the knife. And God shows up. God's not asking for you. God's not wanting you to kill nobody. Amen. God just wants to know, are you willing? Amen. God's looking to for, to, to for complete surrender. Amen. God said, I say, I'm just looking to see if you won't hold anything back. If you'll give me what's most precious to you, then I'll give you more than you can handle. And when he raised the knife, amen, God said, stop. And he looked, and there was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. Amen. And he took that and sacrificed instead. Amen. I loved it. I can't remember who preached it. Amen. But he said, when Abraham and Isaac were walking up this side of the mountain. Amen. That ram was coming up this side. Amen. You're going up thinking it's going to be bad but God is already providing the sacrifice on the other side of the mountain. What you can't see God is doing. Where you can't see God is working. Amen. And that's the last moment but I'm telling you he'd have never seen that miracle had he not obeyed. And then when God sees that he has your whole heart and that you withhold nothing from him, there is nothing that God will withhold from you because God wants to show up as much as you want God to show up. Amen? Woo! I'll tell you, what about that man Daniel? He loved God. He was taken from his family, taken from his home. And now then, they said, you can't pray. If you pray... To any other God, if you serve any other God, if you don't worship, amen, the, the king and his image, you're going to be thrown in the den of lions. And it wasn't that circus lion either. These were hungry lions. But the Bible says that Daniel, just as he did before, knelt, he opened his windows. He didn't try to hide. I'd be saying, Lord, I'm, I'm still going to pray, but I'm just going to pray at night in secret with the windows and the doors shut. Daniel said, I'm not changing one thing. And see, that's how, his, that's how his friends knew they could get him because they knew his routine. Do you have a routine that people could incriminate you with? Do you pray enough, read enough, go to church enough that people go, you know what? I know where they're at at 1030 on a Sunday morning. 
Because that's what they do. I mean, it's they're faithful. Daniel was faithful, and he didn't change his faithfulness. Amen. When times got hard, and when t- the trouble came, and when his life was in danger, he threw his windows open, and he knelt, and he prayed. And when they threw him in the lion's den, the king was sad, and the king couldn't sleep. And he got up the next day, and he went to the... T- Daniel, I don't know how holler, loud he hollered. He was probably thinking, I don't want to see the gory mess. But he said, Daniel. And Daniel said, what's up, King? Hold, 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 hold up. I got a stretch. I was curled up with some lines down here. They were keeping me warm. I didn't get cold. I had a pillar. I had a foot rest. All is well, king. What happened, Daniel? God showed up. Jehovah showed up. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, showed up. Three Hebrew children. You know their names? Nope. Nope. That's not their names. That was their pagan names. That's the the names that they'd given them when they took them away from mama. That's not the name mama called them. Do you want to to be called by the name your mama gave you or the name the devil gives you? See, mama calls you a winner. Mama calls you the best. Mama calls you loved. The devil calls you lost and dumb and stupid and and you're, you're a loser. And I don't want to go by the name the devil calls me. Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. They were taken from their homes and given new names and trying to take their identity. And they said, we're going to play the song. We're just a party up in here. And when we play, everybody's going to bow. And everybody fell on their face. And the king looked out across the masses of thousands. And there's three teenage young men just standing. The Bible says, having done all to stand, just stand. Sometimes you don't have to holler, you don't have to make a scene, you don't have to scream, you don't have to hold picket signs, just stand. Because I'm telling you, you say, Pastor, how how will that make me stand out? Because when everybody else is bowing, you'll stand up tall and you'll be heads over everybody. When all the king looked out, he couldn't see anything but backs and backsides. But he saw three young men with shoulders squared and heads held high. He said, What's that's different? That's not something you see every day. Most people do what I tell them. Most people just bow and give in and call them up here. I, I'm gonna give y'all another chance. Did y'all know that if you don't fail and sin and mess up the first time, the devil will give you another chance? He's so sweet and nice like that. The devil's no respecter of persons. He'll go, oh, you didn't, you didn't fall for it the first time? Come on, let, here, I'll do it again for you. And they said, we're going to play the song again, and you're going to fall down, and you're going to worship. And they played it again, and they just stood there. He said, you don't understand, I'm gonna, we're going to heat this fire seven times hotter, and we're going to throw you in. And they made a declaration and a decree that as Christians, we've got to make in 2019... Whether God saves me or whether he doesn't, I'm not going to bow. 
I'm not giving in to the world's plans. I'm not giving in to what they're saying. I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to trust God's word. I'm going to believe God's word. I'm going to serve God and Him only. I'm not going to bow. You can play it all you want to play it. But they gave them another chance. And they still didn't bow. And they threw them in the fiery furnace. And it was so hot that the guys that threw them in dropped dead. That's hot. And then the king peered over. I want to I see those rebellious, disobedient teenagers. I want to see little piles of ashes. I want to hear screams of agony. I want to hear torment. I want to hear them hollering. We're sorry. Give us another chance. But when the king looked over, he said, Did how, how many we throw in there? They said three. He said, I, I, I counted three. But I see four. I see four. Am I seeing things? Does anybody else see four? Do you see four? I see four. One, two, three, four. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. When you do what's right, when you won't bow under pressure, when you won't give in to the world system, when you'll obey God, when you'll trust God, when you'll believe God, it doesn't matter how hot the fire gets. Hey, man, you're not alone. God is walking by your side. I'm telling you. Hey, man, when they came out of the fire, the ropes had been burned off. Their binds had been burned off. But their clothes did not even smell like smoke. Not a hair on their hair was singed. I'm telling you, God shows up. And God is a protector. Amen. God is a coverer. God is a very present help in the time of trouble. I need God to show up on my behalf. I can't do it anymore. I need God to show up and work for me. Because if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. 400 years from Malachi. 400 years of dark ages. No, no, no word from God. No prophet. Nothing new. Dead religion. And then God shows up. I don't know how long it's been since you heard a word from God. I'm telling you. You say, Pastor, I haven't heard a word in a long time. Well, just keep doing the last thing He told you. Until you get a new word. Hey, man, some of you, so the reason some of us don't get a new word is we haven't done the old one yet. There's no reason to give you a new command if you're not keeping the first one. 400 years and since they heard anything from God and then all of a sudden a young girl gets a visitation and she says, Hail Mary, you have found favor with God. 
400 years of no word, just a prophecy way back. And I'm still believing and looking for Messiah. And all of a sudden, somebody gets a personal revelation. They get a word from God. Amen. Right in the midst of a dark world. Amen. When everybody else is doing crazy, there's still people who are doing right. There's still people who love God. There's still people who have a heart for God and are pure. And God is speaking to say to you today, I found favor with you. You have found favor in my sight. Ooh, see, see we, we, think, we think when we find favor with God, whew, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be happy. I'm never going to have any problems. I'm telling you, everything's going to be perfect in my world. Mary found favor with God. The Holy Spirit overshadowed her. Amen. The Son of God was birthed in her womb. I'm telling you, and then all hell broke out. Just because you have favor with God doesn't mean you're never going to have any problems. Can you imagine the rumors? Can you imagine the family that disowned her? Can you imagine I mean, what she had to put up with? And then the man she was going to marry didn't believe her story. I mean, that's just kind of crazy. I hear the rooster crowing, but I'm not denying him. <laughs> I'm just not going to deny him, no matter how many times that rooster crows. It's either time to go or take your medicine, one or the other. (laughs) Mary found favor with God, but yet the man she was going to marry wanted to divorce her. Put her away. Could have had her stoned. Finally, God speaks to him and he says, okay, I believe you. But that don't mean everybody else in the family did. Then, nine months pregnant, she had to get on a donkey and ride to the next town. Shaking and jarring and I'm telling you, she was saying, God, where's my favor now? And then when she got there, oh, God's favor is going to open up the Holiday Inn. And there's no room in the inn. And now that I'm in a barn, God, this doesn't feel very much like favor. And she has to have her baby in a barn. And all of a sudden, some shepherds show up and say, we heard God. We saw God show up. And God, the angels sang. And we're here to see. And she's thinking, well, what's this all about? But then, they had to run for their lives. Because the king is killing all the babies. And now they're in Egypt. They're in another, they, they had to leave their home and their family. And now then, God, where's your favor? I'll tell you where God's favor was. The wise men showed up right before the journey. And brought them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Amen. And paid for the whole trip. Because right in the middle of your trouble, God will take care of you. Because when you're in God's favor, it doesn't mean you don't have trouble. It just means God's with you in your trouble. Amen. There's a purpose and there's a plan. Amen. But it doesn't mean you're not going to suffer and go through some stuff. It just means when you do, amen, you're not alone. Amen. He's there making way and making provision. Amen. We just have to trust Him. God, where's the favor? When i got to watch my boy be beat. Hung on a cross, heartbroken. Oh, but then she was with the whole group on the day of Pentecost. We'll talk about that in a minute. And God poured his favor out on her again. Oh, favor doesn't mean you're not going to have any trouble. It just means that when God, God's shown up, and when God shows up, I mean, he causes all kind of trouble. But it's good trouble. Is anybody ready for good trouble versus bad trouble? 
Amen. I'm ready for the Bible says fight the good fight. That's a fight you win. I'm tired of losing fights. I'm ready to win some fights. Amen. God showed up. And then man, think about all the way God showed up for the people. And I, I got to hurry because I'm trying to preach the whole Bible. I woke up dreaming this message this morning. I dreamed two things. All night long I was dreaming this message and I was dreaming I was fixing plumbing pipes. All night long I fixed sections of plastic pipe. I'd cut a section out, put a section in. I dreamed some more of this message and I'd cut out another section, put some more pipe. All night long drove me nuts. And I, I woke up this morning hearing this in my mind and in my spirit when God shows up. I got down and God started just looking and started just writing notes. I mean, all the places I think, Lord, you show, where, where all did you show up? I mean, all through the Word of God, I don't even have time to go to all of them. But all through God's Word, God showed up for His people. And God said, I'm no respecter of person. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. If He showed up for them, He'll show up for you. God showed up. And then I mean, there was blind people God showed up and they saw. There was deaf and he showed up and they could hear. I mean, he spoke. He showed up for the dumb. Now, the dumb there couldn't speak. But I know some people that need God to show up because they're dumb. Anybody know some dumb people? Don't raise your hand. They might be sitting beside you. We, come on, Jesus, show up to the dumb people. And the Lord said, I did. I showed up for you. I said, okay, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I mean, he showed up for the demon possessed and he set them free. We, we were able there in, in Pennsylvania. We went to a place called Sight and Sound. And uh, we went last time and saw Jonah and this time Jesus. And I'm telling you, it is, the technology is amazing. It is just, I mean, the story of Jesus like you've never seen. Uh, but it was just, I mean, just to watch his life and to see his miracles. I'm telling you, Jesus, it's not a story. It's not a fairy tale. Amen. Jesus healed the blind man and the blind man said, you know what? I don't know nothing about him. All I know is I was blind and now I see. Amen. God just showed up. He said, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know that. I just know he's some, he's somebody showed up for me. Don't you need somebody to show up for you? We were lost. Adam sinned. Man was lost. We had no relationship with God. No way to go to heaven. Sacrifices couldn't cover sin. It just, it just postponed the judgment. The law was perfect and man was imperfect. And there was no way. But then God showed up. God showed up in the form of man. God became flesh and dwelt among us. And he hung on a cross. God showed up. And he gave his life for you. He showed up and he gave his all. God showed up and gave his best. And people say, well, God's just, he's just trying to hold stuff back from me. God, he's just a mean God. He's just a, he, um, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. If he won't withhold his very own son, why would he try to hold back a healing or a deliverance or our finances? God, God, that's not the kind of father. We have a good, good father. And he loves us. And he hung between heaven and earth, suspended, beaten to a pulp. Amen. He was despised and rejected. He was, he was the crown of thorn placed on his head, beat with 39 times stripes with a cat of nine tails. 
glass and bone and metal amen, that, that ripped his, his insides. Yet he didn't stop. He didn't quit. Until every sickness and disease was covered. And he said, by my stripes, you're healed. I'm telling you today, if you're sick, God will show up for you. And he died. He said, it's finished. He covered every sickness, every sin, every disease. He covered and he made way that man could come back to God. And he said, it is finished. And he hung his head and he died. And hell through a party oh they were can you imagine the devil was so excited amen God had a plan and I messed it up God had a son and I killed him come on let's celebrate let's party amen let's rejoice and they were having a good time until they heard a knock on the door and God showed up oh gates lift your gates oh hell and he stepped in as king of glory and he took the keys of death hell and the grave away from the devil he stripped him of his authority he stripped him of his power and he took captivity captive and up from the grave he arose that rock didn't keep him in that rock was moved to let them out to let them in because he just walked right through it like he walked right into your situation right through your stony heart right through amen your trials and difficulties amen he just walked right through walls and appeared and disappeared i'm telling you amen there's nothing he has no limit his power is unlimitless amen and he is here showing up on your behalf today amen he told him at the day of pentecost amen go tarry amen wait on me i'm going to send you the promise of the father and they tarried and the bible says when the day of pentecost was fully come they were in one mind and one accord and suddenly there appeared Appeared of them tongues of fire and set upon each of them, and the Spirit of God began to move in them, and they spoke with other tongues, and the Spirit gave them utterance. You say, Pastor, what happened? God showed up, and God indwelled them. He said, I and the Father, amen, the Holy Spirit will come and make our abode in you. I'm telling you today, the Holy Spirit wants to live inside of you. God wants to take a residence in your heart. Jesus wants to be Lord and Savior of all. If you'll open your life, God will show up. And Peter, that denied Christ when the roaster, rooster, the roaster? <laughs> the rooster crowed was the one that stood up and preached and 3,000 got saved the church was born amen persecution came they went out and spread the gospel amen Peter amen would walk by and his shadow would heal people amen they went up to the lame man and said silver and gold have I none but such as I have rise and walk amen God was showing up in their lives and they were taking him to the people God doesn't just want to show up to you. He wants you to go give him away. Oh, I want God to show up so I can have goosebumps. I want God to show up so I can fix my situation. Oh, God will show up for you. But he wants you to go and give him away and tell other people that he'll show up for them. Poor John. They tried to boil him in oil. Couldn't kill him. They put him out on the Isle of Patmos. Just a rock heap. 
If anybody had a right to gripe and complain and grumble, he did. But he didn't. It's a choice. And John said in uh, Revelations chapter 1, I, John, both your brother and companion in tribulation and in kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. He said, I didn't do nothing wrong. It's all just, just for my testimony. I'm marooned out here on this island. And I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Did anybody come to church today in the Spirit? I'm telling you, it's a choice. You can come to church in the Spirit or you can sit here in the flesh. You can sit here and mumble and grumble and complain and pick out every fault of everybody else or you can forget about everything going on and you can focus your mind on Jesus and you can get in the Spirit and you can say, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough education, I don't have anything, but I have Jesus and that's enough. And John said, I heard a voice. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. And I heard a voice behind me as a trumpet saying, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. And God showed up on that rock heap. And we have the book of Revelation. The revelation of things to come. I'm telling you, if you'll get past your trouble and your problems. If you'll stop mumbling and grumbling and blaming. And you'll just get in the Spirit. And you'll be get, get your attitude right. And get your heart right God will show up on your behalf and he'll give you revelation and he'll transform your life does anybody need God to show up on their behalf come on band let's come worship if you need God to show up today I'm just going to ask you to just come I want to fill these altars I don't know what you need. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your health is like. I don't know what your finances are like. I don't know what your kids are doing or your spouse. I don't know where you're at. But I'm telling you, God does. And God wants to show up for you. God wants to show up in you and around you and for you. And Hey, man, God wants to make a way where there seems to be no way. God wants to reveal himself. He wants to love on you. He loves you. He loves you. Maybe you feel like you've, you've, you've failed so much. You just, you've, you've sinned so bad. You think God won't accept me. I'm here to tell you today, He loves you. He accepts you. If you'll confess your sin, He's faithful and just to forgive. Come on, ask God to show up in your black heart and He'll make it white as snow. Show, ask God to show up in your addiction and He'll set you free. Ask God to show up in your trouble in your home and God will make peace. Come on, let Him show up for your kids. Remember Saul? Saul was on his way to persecute, to imprison, to kill Christians. And God showed up. Knocked him right, blinded his eyes. And he was converted. He said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Who are you? And then, what do you want me to do? Transformed his life. So much of the New Testament we have today because of his writings. God showed up. So don't tell me your kid's too far gone. Don't tell me God can't reach where your son or daughter's at. Or your spouse. 
There's no hole deep enough or dark enough that God can't, God can't reach in, show up, turn the light on, and change their life. If you need God to show up in your life today, just stand to your feet. Come feel this altar and just begin to cry out and say, God, show up for me. Tell Him where you need Him to show up. Tell Him what's going on. Pour your heart out to Him. And say, Lord, I need you to show up today.